got to stand up strong Face the truth about themselves To understand what went wrong I know we can find a way I know we can find a way I know we can find a way Stand up Stand up Stand up uniting the races with truth instead of dividing them with lies. We're also rebuilding the family by rebuilding the man. I'm Jesse Lee Peterson. Welcome to the second hour of the show today. Manhood Hour is coming up in the next hour. Every Wednesday, third hour is Manhood Hour. Rebuilding the family by rebuilding the man. Uh, you can get involved by calling 888-775-3773, 888-77-JESSE, J-E-S-S-E, JESSE. You can listen to the show if you're busy doing whatever you're doing. And you're not able to sit and watch it live. You want to podcast it later, you can do that as well. But you can watch it. You can listen whatever you're doing anywhere in the world by calling the listen line on TalkStream Live at 641-793-1500. 641-793-1500. And don't forget to donate and have your comments read out loud, and we're going to get to your Super Chats. You can buy me a coffee. BuyMeACoffee.com slash JLP Talk or RebuildingTheMan.com. RebuildingTheMan.com. So much. Man, it's crazy. Our battle is truly a battle between good and evil. It has nothing to do with anything but that. And every human being that has anger is an evil human being. Anger is of the nature, the human nature, which is of the devil, which is of the spirit of evil. That's why you must be born again, must overcome the anger before you can enter into the kingdom of heaven within. Amazing, huh? Let me go to... Uh, Texas, a first time caller, Mark, out of Texas. Mark, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Thank you, Jesse. How are you? All is well, Mark. Happy New Year. Thank you, sir. Happy New Year to you. Thank Um, you. Let me just say that I have uh, discovered you recently within the past couple of weeks, and the message that you send struck a chord in my heart, and I have been binge-watching all of your videos and your shows and... uh, it has really spoken to me. Um, I want to thank you for what you do. I, I think you, what you're doing is God's work, and it's important work. Uh, so, thank you, Mar. Really I appreciate that. Thank you. Fantastic job. Well, thank you, um, Jesse. I'm calling today because um, I know where you stand on the issue of abortion, 
Um, I agree with you. It's evil. It's wrong. It's of the devil. But my question for you today is, what is your thought and opinion on adoption? Do you believe that adoption is also evil? You know, originally, a while back, I thought adoption would be good, I, and 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 it is if all was well. Um, I, I think that instead of a, a a woman killing a man's child in the womb, she should have it, even if she raped, she should still have the baby and put it up for adoption. You know, one bad reaction shouldn't call for another one, right? So put it up mm-hmm. for adoption or whatever. But but nowadays, I'm not in support of adoption because of all these crazy laws and rules and the brainwashing of the kids and all that kind of stuff. And parents who adopt now, they put their own life and livelihood at risk because the kids can be already be mean, angry kids. They're coming from mean, angry parents because they don't have love. They can get mad at you for correcting them or anything. And it's over for you already. So I wouldn't recommend adoption at this time. Okay, well, the reason I ask is not because I'm thinking of adopting, but because I am adopted. Oh, okay. Um, I I am gathering the courage to go forgive my mother. And one of the things that came to my mind is, as I listened to you more <clears throat> is that I was, well, first of all, I was adopted when I was three days old. My parents were actually on a waiting list to adopt a child, and I happened to be that child. And my entire life, I felt that I could not have been adopted into a better family. They were wonderful people who accepted me as their own, treated me as their own. However, after listening to you, I thought, you know, my birth mother separated me from my father by putting me up for adoption. Yeah. And then I started to think, what was the motivation of my parents to adopt me? Yeah. It sounds good on the surface, but as you talked about in one of your uh, church uh, services, the the thrills, the chills that people get by doing things that's of a selfish nature. Um. Was this, was the adoption by my parents something that they were doing for themselves? In fact, the story that I've always been told is that my mother was told by the doctor that she couldn't bear children. That's why they decided to adopt. And lo and behold, three years later, my sister was born. Um, So, (laughs) right, and my mother had a child. My my sister was three years younger than me. but, you know, there's something about that blood connection, I believe. I, as much as I have you know, loved my parents and they've taken great care of me, I, I never wanted for anything. I, I never felt that connection. Yep. You know, I, I always felt a little bit like I was an outsider. And, and so I guess my question to you is, is that something I should forgive my mother for? It, it seems a, a very tenuous thing to forgive her for because in all appearances it seemed to be such a an altruistic uh, giving loving thing that she and my father did um how old are you how old are you mark i am 57 back in in those days adoption was was a, a a good thing 
for lack of a better word. But it was still self-esteem because parents who adopt are doing it for themselves to make themselves feel good, to fulfill something that is missing, whatever it may be. But because things were a little better back then, it was still a good idea, right? But... um, but you still, adopted children still yearn for their father. Uh, it doesn't matter how nice the adopted parents were, how they provided for you. And some do, especially your generation. Uh, it doesn't matter how they provide for the children. The spirit of the child, whether it's a boy or a girl, still yearns for its natural father. And, 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 and they want to know the mother too, but it definitely yearns for the father. An adoptive father can never fulfill that, or mother. Right. Are you right. able and to find your father if you wanted to? Oh, my father passed when I was 27 years old. He, he's been gone for 30 years. And you knew who he was? Oh, you mean my, my biological father? Yes. No, um, my adopted mother has told me my whole life that she would help me to contact them. Of course, like you said, back in the 60s, they gave very little information, and, yeah. and parents were separated. And she said, I will help you do whatever you want. And, and my thought has always been, I don't need to do that. You are the parents I've always known. You are my parents. Um, but I think deep down inside, there's always been kind of a longing to, to kind of know, who am I? Where do I come from? Yeah, you know, Who were who the people that made me? Um, and I think that's been a big part of me that's missing my entire life. Uh, you know, my life's been, as you say, a mess. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I've gotten myself into some some situations, and as, as I've listened to you over the last two to three weeks, I've come to realize that maybe that's part of it, is that I was missing that part of me, that connection to my biological father in particular. You're missing uh, the, but, everything that's wrong with you is a longing for the father. That's why God said that there will come a day when I return the children to the fathers, and mean adult children, children to the fathers and the fathers to the children. It meant young and old, right? And so everything that's been missing to you was the longing of a father. When you say you're trying to get up enough nerve to deal with your adopted mother, why do you need nerve to do that? Why are you afraid to face her? Um, I think it's like most people, you know, it's just, it's, it's a little intimidating, you know, to do that. She's your mom and and to go and say, I forgive her. Um, I want (laughs) to do it. Um, you know, in in my heart I have, but I know that I need to face her and say those words and look her in the eye and, and go through that act of actually doing it and saying it, uh, to her face. Um, as sweet as my mom can be, she's a little domineering and a little overbearing. She doesn't react well to being told that she's incorrect <laughs> and yeah. doing things the wrong way. Yeah, uh, we, we've gotten in some blowouts over the years over all like women that. are like that. All women. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I know. Yeah, I know. But yeah, uh, you so got you got to face it then, uh, they, uh, Mark. You shaking your boots and do it, and don't let the devil. T- Thoughts, which are all lies all the time, talk you out of it. You have to go and forgive her. Yes, sir. I know that. And, uh, it, you know, it's a little difficult. Uh, we live about uh, 300 miles apart, um, so I don't see her in person that often. And I know you said that we, we can use technology to to look at each other in the face and do that, and that's one consideration that I'm taking. 
Yes. Um, and I know I've got to do it, but my, you know, my real question was, should I forgive her for that particular thing? Should I say, I forgive you for adopting me? It, it just seems like that might be something that strikes at her heart. Uh, I mean, maybe that's something I don't need to fear. No, you know, I mean, especially your generation, you should be grateful that she adopted you, especially if they provided a physical, as best as they could, home for you and food and education and all that. Be grateful for that. But forgive her for her lack of patience or whatever else that traumatized you by her. Forgive her for that. Yes. Okay. But be grateful okay. that they adopted you. If all was well, if men were in charge of this society, this country, adoption would still be a good thing. But men are not in control, and so adoption has to become a bad thing. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah. But, but, yeah, be grateful that they adopted you. It sounds like they did you well in that physical well, sense. Yes, they did, Jesse. And, and I've always told people I could not have handpicked a better family to be adopted into. I mean, right my grandparents and everybody, they just they accepted and loved me as their own. They doted on me. Um, you know, and, and, but then I even thought when I was five, I was made aware that I was adopted. My parents never kept that information from me, never tried to hide that from me. Um, you know, maybe it's my mind kind of running a little rampant here, but I thought, why would a parent necessarily do that? If you're taking this child in as your own, why would you then tell that child, hey, we adopted you. You're not of us. You're not from us. And so, do you hold that against them? I don't know, Jesse. I've always thought of it as being open and honest and a good thing. Um, I've kind of been proud of my adoption, uh, my adopted state my entire life. I tell people, yes, I'm adopted. Um, But then again, just recently, it started to come into my mind, was that the best thing for me? to know that I was not of those people and not of that family. Well, I'm, I'm not sure about I don't that. know. It doesn't sound like, unless you were traumatized when they told you or whatever, or they didn't treat you well. But I don't know if you should make that a big deal. I, I, would, just, okay. I would just look at the things that I do resent her for. And you said that she's kind of, she, she lacked patience about certain things. She doesn't want to admit she's wrong about certain things. And see what it is that you really resent her for. And don't make up any, don't listen to the lies of thoughts. Don't make up silly stuff, right? But see what you truly resent her for and uh, go and forgive her for that. Okay. And and I I feel bad that I can't approach my adoptive father. Uh, he was a, a really wonderful man. Uh, but as I look back, and I even had a, a discussion, a little argument with my mom one day about this. I said, my, my dad was not a manly man. Um, and I didn't know how to phrase it in the way that, that you phrased it. But, you know, he was a good man, but he was a bit of a beta male, too. And yeah. so I, I wish that I had him here to approach him and, and talk to him about that as well. Did, uh, what would you recommend for someone whose father is gone did how you, to reconcile that? Did you have anger toward him as well? Um, no, no, not really. Um, he, he treated me very well, and, and I wasn't, like, real close with him. Um, but I loved him. Yeah. You know, I thought he was just a wonderful man. Nice. Well, mm-hmm. now that he's expired, 
as you get to see and know yourself to understand what's driving you, it's going to mm-hmm. cause you to understand him and your mother and everybody, really, the whole world. And when you understand that, you're going to, since he's already inspired, you're going to naturally forgive him. It'll happen naturally because you can't face him. He's gone, right? But you will yeah. naturally, because you will understand him, and understanding is what brings on forgiveness. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, Jesse. Well, I, I again, I appreciate everything you do. It was a pleasure talking to you. Um, thank you so much for taking my call. You, you've helped me uh, kind of straighten some things out in my head and my heart. Are you, are you walk while you doing the silent prayer every morning and night? I am, sir. Um, I've only been doing it for like the past week. Again, I, I discovered your videos. It was about a week, maybe ten days ago, that I saw the silent prayer video. Your kind of instruction on how it goes yeah. and what it's for. And I have been implementing that. In fact, I did it this morning when with, I woke up. With so more, if, you, if you stay with it and just stay with it, no matter what situation comes along, you stay with it, stay with it, no matter what, stay with it, stay with it, no matter what. It, it, uh, God, the truth, will clear your mind, will clear your heart, and he will cause you to overcome the world. It would be amazing. I believe that. Um, in fact, I'll throw this out, Jesse. Uh, yesterday, I woke up. A little earlier than I normally do, I, I sat in my room in the complete darkness, and as I was in my state of silent prayer, I, I actually saw a kind of a, a flash of light in my closed eye. Yes. Uh, and the room was completely dark. Yep. Um, and, and I felt that was, you know, God's Spirit kind of moving through me and, and kind of illuminating something within me. Uh, it was very brief, but it was very noticeable. And so I, I, yes, I feel sir. that this is really something that's working as I participate in it. The beauty of that is that that whole light, all that light is in your whole body. And you start mm-hmm. to see it. And when you, when the light, when you see the light, fine. When you don't, fine. Don't have it in it. Don't call it good or bad, success or failure. You just watch those thoughts and whatever happens, let it happen. But your whole body will be of the light. It's just going to get better. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I believe that. Amazing. Well, I wish you well, Mark. (laughs) Well, thank you, Jesse. I wish you well. And uh, keep up the good work. I'm going to keep following and and listening to what you have to say. Absolutely. Let me know how it goes when you talk to your adopted mother. I will do that. I will call back. All right, buddy. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Amazing. 888-7753. Seven seven three. Uh, let me type. Nick, a uh, note. The anchor baby. Let me go quickly while the anchor baby is coming in. Let me go to Puerto Rico and talk to a first time caller, Adam from Puerto Rico. Adam, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hey, how you doing? Uh, all Jesse. Is, all is well. Good, good. Hey, uh. I have a mask, you know, uh, in my marriage. And I would like to know, uh, when do I know or when do I uh, quit? When do I know how to fix the marriage or buy for it? So uh, you say you, you are married and you're having a mess in the marriage? Yeah, I have a mess in the marriage because we had a... a a baby out of wedlock, uh-huh. and we got married right after that, like two 
was pregnant four months, I believe. And yeah, we got we got engaged and we got married. And yeah, it's been four years now. And I believe I'm the only one fighting for the marriage or trying to do the right thing. And I feel I feel like uh, tired about it. But uh, I recently uh, discovered you and, uh, on my feet, and you uh, got my my eyes wide open uh, with the the whole forgive your fathers uh, your your mother thing and it totally makes sense and it makes sense because I had like an argument with my father and my father was like shut up you're talking like your mama <laughs> and yeah and I was like <laughs> and yeah yeah it, 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 it hit me there because I was like hearing you and, and it made sense but I didn't I didn't actually see it in in, in action yes uh, until my dad told me hey shut up you're talking <laughs> like your mama man <laughs> and after a few days of that I told him hey daddy I'm sorry about that last uh, the other day uh <laughs> forgave me about that mommy raised me so <laughs> that's why <laughs> I'm acting like her and he was like oh finally you're making sense <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah amazing so the thing is that I'm in the Right now, I'm separated. I'm, I'm living in, an, in another house. She's living with my, my kid. And we're talking about, like, be together again and, and you know, keep everything going again. And I'm not really sure because I'm not actually in the right path. I'm not actually in the right mindset. And I heard the other day the silent prayer. I'm not even doing that, but I'm going to start tonight. Nice. Uh, but I'm not really sure because she's like Jehovah Witnesses. Oh, God. And, bro, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. And I'm telling her, hey, we're both Puerto Ricans. And we uh, celebrate everything. And she doesn't celebrate anything. She doesn't celebrate birthday, uh, New Year's, <laughs> anything. What? So no. I was like, so uh, she was like, oh, so you can go ahead and have fun, and I stay on the ho at the house. And I was like, I I'm the gonna be the jerk that's gonna be outside, you know, <laughs> or I'm gonna be the boring man staying here with you because you don't <laughs> celebrate anything. <laughs> so that's. Just a just a hint about she's trying to like I feel like she's trying to control everything with her beliefs. She doesn't have like a balance on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if you really need a balance everything. 
because she she can have her her days, you know, to do whatever she wants to do about her belief or in her church. I don't know if it's a church or something. Uh, I, I'm not really uh, investigating on that, but I don't really want to. Does she but, is, is yeah, she willing to, is she willing to obey you? She 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 doesn't obey herself. She 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 do everything <laughs> backwards. She <laughs> says something and she do all that thing. So she she doesn't listen to to her thought or her logic. So I don't know if she's gonna hear me. Okay, so you she said follows that me, but she doesn't actually. She not necessarily hear me. You know what I mean? You said she follows you, but she doesn't hear you. Yeah, it's because, for example, when she got pregnant, we got married. I joined the Air Force, and she went with me to Louisiana, and she was like not having fun at all. And, but she was still there, you know, uh, supporting me in her ways. And, yeah, we got, like, a, I had, like, a, a lot of stress in the, in the Air Force because the, the language barrier and that stuff, it was super hard for me. I learned the language, like, over there, like, in three months or something. And it was a lot. But she she was taking it uh, like only matters what uh, her feeling was, you know. Oh, I see. And so you say you feel tired now, trying to make the relationship work. Yeah, it's it, it's not like tired, but I believe it's like I don't everything. Like what else? I have to like demonstrate you. For me to feel something that, like, you want it, like I want. And so your question for me is what? How do I know? Like, how do I know if I, if I should continue this marriage? Or we can be, like, like right now, married, but her at her, her home and me at my home. Oh, you guys I, don't want that. I don't want that. I want to be with my kids. Every every day, you know, it's like it's amazing to be with the kids. Does she try to keep your kid away from you? What's that? Does she keep your child away from you when you want to see? Oh no, no, she's super, she's super uh, uh, helpful with that. She she bring me the kid. She always calling me, hey, the, the kid wants to talk to you. She's not, uh, she's not like that. Good. I'll Did you make a boy or a girl first? Uh, I have a girl. She's 14. Beta! <laughs> yeah, I know. Beta! As as I heard that, I was like, holy shit, I'm a beta. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's what I recommend, Adam. From this point forward, stop trying to make the marriage work. You cannot make a relationship work. Either it works naturally or it doesn't work at all. You're not supposed to try to make anything work. So cut it out right now. 
and just go about your day, and you don't have to divorce her uh, now or anything unless you see down the road that she's here. But visit your child, see your child, go to work, let her stay where she is, and just do the silent prayer, forgive your parents, and let life happen. You'll be fine. Right. You cannot make anything work. You can't even make your own life work. It has to work on its own in order for it to work. So stop trying to make a relationship work. All right. Yeah, sure. That makes sense? It makes sense, but, uh, like, should I be, like, not having sex with her or something? Like, let's, let's see what happens. Yeah, I would recommend you wait and see what happens if you're not living together now because you don't want to make a baby another baby with her and now that you're about to be and now that you're about to become a free man, you may see the real hell come out of her because she will have no control over you at all and you would not be trying to make her do anything to be right. Can you hold for me? Hold on. Now that you said that. Yeah, you're right. Hold on, buddy. Hold on. Let me take a quick break. Back in a moment. We have a counseling service. And I have to admit, thanks to God, it is the best counseling service on this side of heaven. I counsel with men and women, families, individuals around the world. Most people are unhappy. They're miserable. They have rough lives. They're depressed, suicidal, young and old of all races. I understand. I know why. And I do understand it. Because exactly what's happening in me is happening with everybody outside of me, inside of them. And I've noticed that with those who really, really, really want to understand, they overcome it just like that. Out of one counseling session. If you need counseling, you can go to rebuildingtheman.com or call 800-411-2663. 800-411-BOND. Best counseling service on this side of heaven. Seven seven five three seven seven three. Before I go back to the phones, the uh, hate report is coming up at nine a.m. this morning, from nine to eleven a.m. Pacific time. 
But Hake is not here today. Hake is not here. So Joel Friday TV will be sitting in for Hake today. Isn't that amazing? Joel Friday TV will be sitting in for Hake. And so Joel is going to be on from 9 to 12 today because he's doing Joel Friday today as well. Joel Friday TV. So for three hours, Joel Friday would be in studio. He black. And then at 12 noon, the American Anchor Baby. The American Anchor Baby. So the American Anchor Baby is sitting for the hate news today and um, and getting ready for his show and doing the super chats. Everybody busy. And I was going to sit in for hate, but I can't because I got to take three hours of brand new episodes of The Fallen State today after I do my show, my radio show here. So we all busy. And thanks to y'all for making it possible. Brand new episode of The Fallen State today. Brand new episode. By the way, Joel Friday TV will be here Monday through Thursday now from 11 to 12. Monday through Thursday. We're trying to work it out. We do Monday through Friday. One step at a time. Joel Friday TV, Monday through Thursday at 11 to 12 Pacific time. Amazing, right? We got some more good news coming up for you as well. It's amazing. Amazing! We're building this network one person at a time, one day at a time. 24-hour talk with men only. For men only, or by men only. But we deal with everybody. Brand new episode of the Father State Friday, if the Lord is willing and the creeps don't rise. A very, very, very mother mere conversation with Joseph Cohen. And Joseph is a British Zionist. Or, ooh, a Zionist. And the founder of Israel Africacy Movement. Watch this. Next time on The Fallen State. Are you a Zionist? I am the biggest Zionist you will ever meet. (laughs) I put Zionism on my cornflakes in the morning. The Jews control everything. Is that true? There is no Jewish conspiracy. You're certainly not afraid. Your first question was, did I kill Jesus? (laughs) The Inquisition, they literally ripped our flesh off our bodies while we were still alive. If the heart was changed, then there would be no war, period. Most nerve-wracking podcasts I've been on. And I go against Nazis and jihadis. Amazing. It was an amazing Mama Mia Oh, discussion with a Zionist. I still don't really know what Zionists mean, to be honest with you. It just sounds good. But the FatherState.tv this Friday at 12 noon. And you can support the Father State by going to the FatherState.tv slash donate or locals. Locals.com. I do appreciate it. Let me go quickly back to Adam. And Adam out of Puerto Rico, a uh, first-time caller. He is married, but it's not working. His wife lives in one home. He lives in another one. They have a child. The wife is giving him no problem with seeing his child. He's 
fed up or tired of trying to make it work. Am I right, Adam? Yes. And so uh, just before the break, I said that um, stop trying to make it work. If it's going to work, it will happen naturally. If it's not meant to be, it'll be it'll end, right? And yeah, then, yeah, but you were talking about, like, if she doesn't control me, control over me, I'm going to see hell from her. Yes. Right. Uh, and, yeah, you were talking about that. And, yeah, I saw a little bit of that already. Yeah. When I decided to move out the house, uh, she was like, um, actually, she threw, threw me out, but... I actually, I didn't fight it. I just, all right, if you want me out, okay, that's going to be it. Nice. And, and I moved, and she saw me, like, renting a house, and, like, this mother effort, you know, like, moving <laughs> out, moving on without me, and I saw a little bit of that. Uh, but she's, like, right now she... Looks like she forget about that. she forgot about that already. Uh, but I saw that hell that you're talking about, and I would like to know about that hell that that you see from people. That means uh, what the hell is? What is uh, making that person making choices? Uh, is controlling that person? That hell that you see in the people? Yes. One hundred percent, and they think right. they think it's them. They think it's right. they have identified with it. So, the thoughts and the feeling, which are is is a hell, right? They believe that it's them, so they live by that because they have taken that on as their identity. And so, what you're gonna see with your wife now that you're gonna give up trying to make the marriage work, put no more effort into it at all, because the more effort you put into it, the worse it's gonna get. And when she see that, she's going to say, you don't love me. you moving on with life. You, you don't care about my feelings. You don't care about my emotions. You don't. She's going right. to. And, and what is happening is the hell in her is having a hissy fit because it is losing control over you. Right, and so that's why I said, while you're separated, do not make another baby with her, because now that you're not yeah, gonna, yeah. you're not gonna be trying to make the marriage work. She's gonna get worse. You have not seen the hell yet. It's gonna come out like like you never seen. And when it does, don't argue with her. Don't don't have long conversations about it. Just okay. Like if you want to be with me, come on back. And you have to obey me. If you don't want to be with me, it's up to you. But do not argue with her. Don't try to prove anything. Let her argue by herself because the argument is set up to try to get control over you again, to take back control. And when she can't do that, she's going to be really nice to you. She's going to want to give you some sets. She's going to want to make a cake. She's going to want anything to draw you back in, right? And so mm-hmm. you eat the cake, but don't fall for the lie. Right. Okay. And t- All right. And don't, and don't get angry because it's not her. It's the hell in her 
that's controlling her that want to continue to control you. Yeah, I'm glad to see that because he helped me keep uh, calm in like uh, stressful situations. Yes, it keeps it gives me calm when you see it that way. Absolutely, because you you're now seeing the hell instead of being a part of the hell. Right. Yeah, because my reaction is going to be part of the hell, right? Yes. That's what she's trying to do. 100%. Hmm. Good, good. Uh, my last question is, what do you think about people in church jumping and dancing and doing, I don't know, turn barrels and whatever in the floor? And they said it is the Holy Spirit. What do you think about that? They are worshiping the devil. The Holy mm. Spirit is the evil spirit, but they're calling it the Holy Spirit when it's really an unholy spirit. Mm. There's nothing holy about that at all. God's spirit, the spirit of the Father, is a dispassionate. It's not into all the emotion and stuff like that. Satan's spirit is emotional like that. So the people in church, when they're doing that, they're mm -hmm. feeling they're feeling the spirit of evil and it feels either like a good feeling or a sad feeling, right? But both mm -hmm. they're identified with and they're reacting to evil and they're calling it good. But it has right. nothing to do with God at all. Yeah, but they, they have the, the good mask for it. Right. But inwardly, they are miserable. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Did you forgive Thank your mother? Me? No, yeah, you. Yeah, but she, she, yeah, yeah, well, I, I forgave her, but actually I did it without her knowing until I tell her, and she was like, even crying. She was like, no, you don't know what happened to me when I was here. <laughs> she was like, I was like, mommy, take it easy. I'm just telling you. <laughs> I don't give a damn what you did. I just forgive you. <laughs> and she was like, you don't know uh, everything that I've been through. She was crying. And also, the mother of my kid was there, and she was, like, defending her. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it was crazy. I, they using, like, the the, the feminism... Uh, vocabulary to shut me off over there. Like, what? What the? <laughs> like <you said. laughs> what the? How many children do you have? Just one? I have two, only two, and I can't have one. You have two by your wife or just two different women? Two different women, yeah. Oh, okay. So listen, when you went and forgave your mother, she started crying and acting out. It was just a, a, a way of her denying it and taking responsibility for what she's done. Because really all she had to do was say, you know what, son, I'm sorry. I was wrong. And it'll all be over with. But I'm glad you forgave her. And if she doesn't want to admit she's wrong or forgive, that's on her. So let her live in her hell, but don't go along with her hell. Right. Yeah, I mean, like, It's been hard for me right now because I've been trying to to not busy her. 
because the only thing that she talks about is uh, like over and over and over again, the same problems and not listen to me for the solutions. She only wants the problems to keep going. And I present her like a solution or something. And she's like, nah, 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 nah. I don't want to hear it. And I'm like, so, so what are you talking about the problem if you don't want to solve it? Right. That's right. And did you tell her that? Did you tell her, I'm not coming over there? I don't want to hear you bitching anymore. I'm, I'm not telling her like that because <laughs> she's going to smack me in the face or something. But No, she won't. Uh, she has no business. If she does, you have her arrested. No, it's not like that here in Puerto Rico. <laughs> but <laughs> they're gonna laugh at me. I'm like, they're like, that's how you should be, man. She's gonna, <laughs> she, she had to hit you to, you know, uh, to give you a little bit of education. They're gonna tell you the police will tell you that your mother should hit you. I mean, they're not gonna, they're not gonna tell me that, but. In a way, they're not gonna be uh, arresting her or something. You know what I mean? Well, I see. It's not like U.S. at all. Oh, well, you're doing it's, the right it's thing. It's like U.S. territory, but it's not like U.S. at all. Amazing. Well, you're doing the right thing by staying away from it. Then just stay away and go live your life. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to be away from my whole family. My whole family is all women. Yeah, and it's. He's, he's crazy over there. Yeah. I'm like the, the black sheep or something. I feel like that when I'm with them. And one last thing before I run here. How about your father? Did you forgive your father for not protecting you from your mother? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How did that totally. go? Even that, uh, I'm, I'm understanding him more and more and more. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, do the silent prayer. Stay with the prayer. Stop trying to make relationships work. You can't make a relationship work. If it doesn't work on, it all, on its own, it's not meant to be. Don't put any effort at all. Yeah, the next call is going to be talking about my daughter's mother. That's the true hell, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all, right. all right. Nice talking to you, man. All right. You too. I've, been, I've, I've gone to Puerto Rico before. It was so nice. Yeah, it is. It is. It was beautiful. I was standing on the beach there at the Marriott Hotel. Yeah, it is. It is beautiful. Amazing. Well, um, Adam, call me again. I wish you well. Relax and let life happen, all right? Yes, sir. All right, buddy. All right. Bye. Amazing call. I told you it's the same problem everywhere, all in around the world. And if you're flat earth, all up and down the the, the the earth <laughs> do flat earth a call i think it's also around for them huh? because the sun like take where's hake's flat earth anyways just imagine my hand right is the there. flat earth doesn't even the sun would still go around like this if the if it was a ball it would go around like this and if it's flat doesn't it also just go around but just a different so the flat earthers think that the earth itself is flat, no, yeah. but then there's a ball sitting on top of the earth? I don't know what they believe about the shape of the earth, of the sun now. That's I don't know uh, how they... But they there's a sun. It emits light. I think they believe it's way closer than they tell us that it's like right here, and it just goes like this. 
What? <laughs> do they, I could be wrong. And so do flat earthers, uh, their career is selling pot? Some of them. What's I saw up? this documentary. Just, really? Just I was so just happens. joking. No, just, I, I saw I this one. I was just playing flat earthers. <laughs> but it's only some. Let's not slander this flat earthers. Many of them are Christian. <laughs> oh, what the? <laughs> um, but anyway, you heard Adam Carr, right, from Puerto Rico? It's the same spirit everywhere. Everyone who born of the woman, male or female, must be born of the father. Otherwise, your life is going to be misery. And I understand most people love their hell. Some, like Adam, want to overcome it. And Adam is working on himself. And you see, he's overcoming. If you work on you by, by seeing what's going on inside of you, nobody else, don't worry about nobody else, then you'll be fine. But you must return to the Father. Men and women, boys and girls. We love Puerto Rico. Well, I'm telling you, no. have you ever gone there? No, but that's how Trump says it. It makes me laugh. It was fantastic. We also love Puerto Rico. Oh, I love Puerto, how do, how do, Puerto Rico. I like that. <laughs> Super Chat. Super Chats. Rock and roll some Super Chats. We got some D-Live amazing ice creams and lemons and many things from D-Live. You guys rock. Thank you for that, as always. Thank you. We got Cash App, uh, Chalice, with uh, always generous there. And Justin Guin is asking Hake to start posting some of those old churches on Wednesday. Oh, nice. Well, let them know. Maybe I'll we talk get to him going. about that. Yes. Thank you. Adam Rivera, thank you for the very, very generous, generous donation on Cash App. Appreciate Thank you. that. Chalice back-to-back on Cash App, as always. Right on. Dustin Nolan, Paul, and Jalen, and, jo- and Jose Estrella. Thank you for that. Thank you. We got, a co- we got some coffees as well. Um, breakfast bought you two coffees. Jesse, I used to think I knew what was, what was what, but then you asked something like, what is wisdom? And I realized that I never thought about it before. My mind is blown. Thank you for the entertainment. Nothing is more fun than this here work. Right on. There is nothing, zero, greater than working on yourself. If you really want to have real fun, I hear people tell me a lot, well, I don't want to be a Christian. Being a Christian is born. That kind of Christianity is born because they have all the raw rules they're made up and they don't work anyway. That is born. But if you really want to have an amazing, fun life, work on yourself. See what's going on inside of you. Live from the kingdom of heaven within. There's nothing funner. Is that such a word, funner? You're asking the wrong guy. Then working on yourself. Amazing. Thank you. (laughs) I say there is. It's funner. Ecusol bought you a coffee. Says, hi, Jesse. First, Happy New Year. Second, I want to apologize for something. I sent you and the crew for Christmas. Uh, I sent you and the crew for Christmas. I was the one who sent the box of Made in Michigan snacks. I didn't realize the Detroit jerky is actually vegan. He was the one that sent that vegan jerky. Oh, <laughs> come on, <laughs> man. A friend who it got... It was good, though. People I liked ate, it. People ate it up. No, we just... Thank you. And Happy New Year, the box was amazing. Thank you. He says a friend who got the same jerky, ate some of it, then read the ingredients on the back and immediately threw it in the trash. Very (laughs) sorry I gifted you beta jerky. I blame the fine print on the packaging and product placement. No, it was different, but it was tasty. I still enjoyed it. What the? And I'm not just saying that. 
yeah, it tasted the flavor was fine. I was just shocked yeah. how soft it was. I'm like, right. what kind of jerky is this? Yeah, it was mixed with other kinds of real jerky. And so he was confused. Anyways, hope you like the watermelon licorice. That's my favorite. Uh huh. We rocked that hard. Bad people love watermelon. (laughs) 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 Someone bought you a coffee on the topic of women hating men. Thank you, by the way, and Happy New Year. Yeah. My bad. Someone bought you a coffee on the topic of women hating men. Even the women who claim to love men or admire men will distort the image of man and impose it on their sons. Have you noticed that? Absolutely. I don't know if I'm explaining that right, but you got to watch the women who claim to admire masculinity as well. Women can't raise a boy to manhood. All women hate all men. And all men hate all women. And then women hate women. That's why you must be born again of the spirit of the father. Return to your father, then you'll love all people. There will be no separation. You will love all people as God loves you. Amazing. Thank you. Oh, my bad. I thought I was doing that for sure. It freaked me out. <laughs> uh, Soul Conscious by you five coffees. Happy New Year to JLP and crew. Do you think Biden voters have buyer's remorse at this point? If they don't, they should. <laughs> Thank you. And maybe one more before we go. Prep Ham Paul is a supporter over there on Rumble. Says it's election year now. Both sides are going to be talking about how much they're going to do to fix everything now. Yeah, they're going to be lying to you. They've already started. The Republicans are going to lie to you, and the Democrats are going to lie to you. Conservative media is going to lie to you, and liberal media. Hate news is coming up. I have one more hour to go. Yeah, thank you all. We'll finish those when we come back. Hate news done by the Anchor Baby News, and I'll be back in a moment. Steve, thank you for calling and thanks for holding. How have you been helped by the show? I'm going to tell you this. I believe you might go down in history as one of the greatest, if not the greatest, black man that ever lived on planet Earth, as far as I'm concerned. I don't know anybody before you that's been that great. You know, freeing slaves is one thing, but you've been freeing people of their mind, which matters, it should be anyhow, to you more than anything else, because with the mind not being right, there ain't nothing else going to happen right anyway. If you can doubt every thought because you're not your thoughts, if you can doubt every thought, knowing that you're not your thoughts, you don't create them, they're not from God, that they're from the deceiver, the great deceiver, Satan. If you can doubt every thought, you can be free just like that. At an instant. Bring every thought into captivity. It's so amazing. Hakes out sick news, so you get Nick news, right? Anyways, we got more news coming at you. Is it over for the elite, really? Is it actually their comeuppance, their judgment day for the elite? CNN is reporting Epstein-linked John Doe's are about to be named publicly. What? Is it really that big of a deal? Or is this just like, what do they call it, a nothing burger? Here's what we know. The identities of dozens of people linked to Jeffrey Epstein are expected to be revealed as soon as this week potentially removing a cloak of anonymity that had shielded much of the accused sex traffickers' prominent network of friends and business partners from public scrutiny. 
the expected revelations in a trove of court documents come more than four years after Epstein, a convicted sex offender who nevertheless kept elite company, died in jail while awaiting federal sex trafficking charges. For years, the name of many Epstein's accusers and associates had been redacted in court documents, referred to only as a John Doe or Jane Doe. What the? They got Jane Doe's in there? How many Jane Doe's? What's the ratio from John Doe to Jane Doe? Just a little curious. It's probably more John Doe's, but whatever. But last month, a federal judge in New York ordered the documents to be released with nearly 200 names unredacted. Some names, including those of accusers who were under 18, will remain anonymous. Many of the prominent figures in the documents have already been identified in the media, and several became public during the 2021 trial of Ghislaine, Ghislaine, how do you say that name? Maxwell, Epstein's partner who was convicted of sex trafficking and who is serving a 20-year sentence in federal prison. Uh, can can I just have someone who looks at me like Ghislaine looks at Epstein? Wait, what am I talking about? While there may be not be a bombshell in the documents, any new details about Epstein's activities could provide fodder for further lawsuits. With Epstein dead and Maxwell in prison, prosecutors could still pursue co-conspirators. Appearing in court documents is by no means a sign of wrongdoing, remi- uh, CNN reminds you, but given the severity of the charges against Epstein and Maxwell, their former associates have been eager to distance themselves and denounce the alleged crimes. Well, they're going after the elites, maybe. I don't even know what that means. But will they get the criminals in our own government? House CNN Politics is uh, reporting on the House Committee to formally begin impeachment proceedings against Biden's Homeland Security chief over border policies. Yeah, it's the end of America. Hello, anchor babies. It's over if we don't figure it out. House Republicans will forge ahead with steps to impeach Secretary of Homeland Security Alejandro Mayorkas over his handling of the border crisis, a GOP source tells CNN. In a statement provided to CNN, a committee spokesperson said the House Committee on Homeland Security has conducted a comprehensive investigation into Secretary Mayorkas handling of and role in the unprecedented crisis at the border. Unprecedented I mean, it's been unprecedented for a long time. I mean, come on. Anyways, the announcement of the impeachment proceedings come as immigration is shaping up to be a top issue in the 2024 presidential election, with Republicans slamming President Joe Biden's immigration policies. On Wednesday, House Speaker Mike Johnson, along with some of his Republican colleagues, will visit one of the busiest sections of the U.S.-Mexico border. We'll see what they do with that. And if we'll, will they get the border on the control. Republicans, we're counting on you. The Department of Homeland Security responded in a statement Wednesday arguing House Republicans are pursuing a baseless political exercise that has been rejected by members of both parties and already failed on bipartisan vote. Well, there you go. Is AKA translation, maybe Republicans or anybody. Is there anyone fighting for us? A little translation there. There is no valid basis to impeach Secretary Mayorkas, as senior members of the House majority have attested, and this extreme impeachment push is harmful distraction from our critical national security priorities. What are these people doing? Anyways, folks, we got Men's Forum tomorrow. Today is Wednesday. The week is almost done. That's crazy. Men's Forum, first Men's Forum of the year tomorrow, 2024, Thursday, here at the Bond HQ, 7 p.m. Don't miss it. And, of course, don't we got rebuildingaman.com where... 
If you don't know, you can see the stores, the donations, the church, the counseling, uh, the best in this side of heaven, and more. And, of course, JLP, our three-manhood hour coming at you right now. Thanks.